apparently he doesn't like anybody because he put himself on mute. Travis Fulton, it's impossible to mute him. It's impossible to mute Travis Fulton, but we have done it. Boy, we have really settled into a nice groove here on your golf betting show of record. We call it Cash Out with the Coaches. I am the coach, Jonathan Coachman. He is one of the great golf instructors in the world today, Travis Fulton. Coming off another week, Trav, uh, our sports pub of media partners are ecstatic. We had five out of ten picks again. In golf, yeah, we that's did. a big-time number. How are you, sir? I- I'm doing good. And And you talked yourself out of Harris English because you were talking about him winning the tournament I know. and then you went safe and went top 10 but you, I mean you hit it nonetheless but you were big on Harris for sure yeah I was I feel good about it the entire week and sometimes because I use the word protect and sometimes mm-hmm. you want to protect that pick it would have been nice at plus 4,000 I believe is what he was yep. uh, we got him at plus 400 which is still a nice payday any any plus money is good money but what an, an incredibly fun week uh it was at the travelers as it always seems to be the finish is incredible. We had an eight-hole playoff that, in the end, Harris English, Trav, spoiled the Kramer-Hickok party. It's just fun, right? And that's what we talked about. That golf course, TPC River Highlands, Pete Dye Design. I think he knows a thing or two about designing golf courses that challenge you, that are like under 7,000. All this debate about distance, and yet his his golf courses come in at 68 and change and oh by the way the ball is bouncing and running and 13 under wins it it's it's a great course it, it really is the last four holes um make you think i i'm i have russell henley to win course and he he comes up to 15 and he's got to play the last four one under and he goes double double bubba has the tournament right there he goes six over in the last five holes harris gets in early and yep. Hitcock has to make a birdie on the last hole. So you just saw all kinds of stuff, right? You saw birdies to get in, and then you saw just complete dis- dismantle, right? These guys falling apart down the stretch on short holes with wedges in their hand. It's, it's crazy because you don't hear that about the Travelers and TBC River Highlands. Uh, you don't hear the other side of the fence. You don't, well, you can have uh, all kinds of, of things happen on the last. Absolutely you can. Yeah. Russell Henley... I, I still believe that 15 is the best drivable par four on the PJ tour because yeah. when you get to Sunday and you don't want to hit it in the water on the left, what happened to Russell Henley? Even he just hits the right. You're up on the side of the hill. All of a sudden now, now it's a double six and yeah. you have to get up there, gut up and hit a straight shot, either short left or get it up onto the green. So you described it perfectly. It was another fantastic week at the travelers. Harris English is a very, very viable champion, a yeah. multi-time winner now on the PGA Tour, uh, which is really, really nice. But the fact that it took them eight holes, the drama, nobody left, all the fans. I literally left my house, Trav, went to the skate park with my son, was watching <laughs> on my phone, came home, did all of that, and they were still at the start of the playoff, and it wasn't even over until I got back home. It lasted over two hours. I know. It was yeah, crazy. I mean... An eight-hole playoff is just 
is just unheard of. And I mean, Hickok hit two putts that I can't believe didn't go in. It just, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, he could have easily won the tournament, of course, but Harris made a lot of clutch putts. I I think a couple of things stand out to me. One is Harris English has been a beautiful putter his entire career. I mean, you saw it firsthand. He is one of the best putters on tour. He's in my top 25, top, at least top 40 on the PGA Tour. The dude can roll the rock. The second thing is, I think now you're starting to see Harris. I think he's starting to turn into the player um, that maybe we were anticipating early in his career. And then he kind of went searching for his swing, playing the, the roulette with teachers. And then he finally kind of settled in on Justin Parsons, who's really got him back to playing how he used to when he came out from Georgia. And now we're seeing Harris English settle in and play some really high caliber golf and win tournaments and make clutch putts like he did there. I think that win, the way that he won it, it's going to go a long ways into his potential on the Ryder Cup because you're going to need guys that can make some putts and make some clutch putts. And Harris, uh, that club in his hand, and given his length and improving his approach game, I think it's going to become a very viable option on the USA team. Well, I hope that Steve Stricker is not stuck in the same old thing that a lot of times captains fall into yeah. when you're looking at certain players. Well, they, they've been in three or four before, so we've got to pick them. When Harris English is not one of those guys. No? Not one of those guys that have been, has been on a Ryder Cup team. But to your point, maybe this is the year that we start to change all this up because what we've been doing as an American side has not been working at all. So maybe we need some new blood yeah. in the Ryder Cup. So congratulations to Harris English winning the Travelers and winning for the second time in 2021. Uh, another big story that happened this week in the PGA Tour. The Tour announced that starting in July, Trav, that they will stop COVID testing for all players who have been vaccinated. So... I'm assuming that's a high, high number at this point. Why wouldn't it be? But that just shows another step that the PGA yeah. Tour is taking to try to get back to a normal existence. Yeah, I mean, it's it's happening. Um, you know, there's some pretty strict things going on as far as now these players going over to play in the Open Championship, and that's for another time and discussion. But I think on the PGA Tour, they've done a brilliant job. You know, they've just – they were the first one out there. They – they made a lot of right decisions and they've, you know, they've kind of weathered the storm, right. In a, in a, in a beautiful way. And now the fans are coming back and they're going to start lifting some of these, uh, the testing protocol for those that are vaccinated. And um, yeah, we can start to see the light at the end of the tunnel, which is, which is comforting. You know, the NFL announced at least in most of the stadiums, I think now they're going to be full capacity. So it's exciting. You know, it really is. You just, it's exciting to see the fans back. It's exciting to see what happened at the Travelers and uh, the way the crowd was getting into it and, and backing these two players, and particularly Kramer Hickok. And uh, some normalcy, yeah, I think we just continue to move that way. Yeah, one other quick nugget, and we'll move on. Uh, I was watching Wimbledon, and they were talking about Australia. And Australia only has like 5% vaccinated, so they've decided to shut the country down wow. until the middle of 2022, basically to punish their – so the Australian Open – all these golf tournaments that get a lot of international players and Americans to go play it, not going to happen this year. Wow. Why would you try and go and do that? So a lot of things are going to be hurting in Australia. Thank God the rest of the world is doing what we need to do and getting vaccinated. All right, let's spin it forward now. This week on the PGA Tour, we are heading to Detroit City, yep. Michigan, the Detroit 
club, a golf club, the North Course, uh, and you have to have players, Trav, that are comfortable making birdies and going low. Last year, the winning score, 2,300. 2,300. The year yep. before, 25 under. It's only the third year of this uh, tournament. Kind of educate our fans at home on what to expect and the kind of player that should do well this week. Well, it's the third year. Um, as you mentioned, Nate Lashley was a Monday qualifier when he won in 19. Um, and he did it a little differently. Bryson, of course, last year, you know, Bryson kind of overpowered the course last year, plus six and a half off the tee yep. and then plus 7.8 in putting. I think he actually led the field off the tee and putting. I think it was the first time ever on the PGA tour to lead in both those stats. His approach game used actually negative 0.5. Uh, and then you look at Lashley, he went about it more in the approach game. He was positive 5.6 and then he blitzed it on the green positive 9.3. Given those numbers of 23 and 25 under, you're going to have to make some putts, coach. You know, you're going to have to go yeah, low. It reminds me of like PGA Tour champions, right? And coaching a lot of those guys. They were like, man, you go out there and shoot even par. It's over. <laughs> you know, I mean, you can't you do, it. Go, you gotta do it on Thursday. You, you got to go four, five, Thursday. six. Yep. You got you to come out of the gates and, and, and you can't afford to be missing greens and grinding and shooting that even one under because you're just going to get lapped here. If, if there's a definition of an easy golf course on the PGA Tour, this is it. This is probably the easiest course they have. Detroit Golf Club, as you mentioned, um, these guys, you know, they're going to hit the most amount of fairways that you see all year. They're going to hit the most amount of greens. Scrambling percentage is way up here this week. Proximity to the hole. You know, these guys are going to go low. Now, I do think um, there's been a lot of water in Detroit, and it's going to be soft. And, and you're in that 73, 7,400 range. So I do think the course potentially could play a little bit longer given the softer conditions perhaps early in the week. Um, so I, I think Bryson's approach is probably where I'm leaning a little bit more, that little more dominant driver off the tee. Um, I, I like the, uh, I like the birdie average here. You know, who, who are the guys that make a lot of birdies Eagles, right? You're going to have those opportunities. You have two par fives. I think in the last five holes, you're going to see Eagles on those holes. Um, guys going for it easily getting there in two. Uh, and I like that proximity from, I think on this golf course, 100 to 125, 125 to 150. Who, who are the guys that can get it in their close proximity and get that going and start making um, a lot of birdies? So that's kind of where I'm leaning. Uh, but make no mistake, coach, it's bent grass with trivial, oh, dare I say, POA. Oh, 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 this week. Ah. Uh, by the way, rain in the forecast for Thursday, 80s and 50% humidity for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. To play a little devil's advocate on the thought process that it's about bombers and great putters, here is the top 10 quickly in the last year's yep. leaderboard. There's a little bit of something for everybody. Matthew Wolf uh, is second. We know his game's not where it was a year ago. Kisner, Armour, short hitters, Adwin, medium, Willett, Hatton, Sepp Straka, and Troy Merritt. Those rounds out your top. And you had to get to 15 under par to get to the top 10 a year yep. ago. So you've got to be able to go low on the POA. POA in your MOA. So this is going to be also one of those weeks where it's very top heavy, meaning mm -hmm. there's only three to five big names, and then everybody else. So it's a great opportunity for those of you at home. Take the information that Trav just gave you or I have just given you 
and take it and look at players that maybe we don't pick here on the show, but fit into the categories that we're talking about. Because you can get some great value because there are literally dozens of head-to-head matchups that you can find at whatever book you decide to use. So uh, I think this week there's going to be a lot of value and also some win plays, Trav, that are in the plus 4,000, plus 5,000, plus 6,000 range that have a shot because a lot of the big names are not there. Bryson DeChambeau, the defending champion, he's your betting favorite at plus 750. And then really, other than Hideki and Patrick Reed, there's really nobody under plus 2,000 to speak of. I think it's a great week for value on a winning play. Yeah, it feels that way, right? It feels like it feels like you can get a hot putter, and we know any of these guys are capable of getting a hot putter, um, and and going low, right? I mean, that's that's what it's going to take here. You, you can't be. There's the one thing that's been consistent between the two years is the hot putter. Hell yeah, um, we're talking plus seven, plus nine. Um, you're gonna fill it up, so you better get you better you. sleep with that club this week. I have a stat for you. Nobody in the top ten a year ago. Nobody was less than plus 1.4 yeah. strokes gained putting on the week. Yeah. Nobody. That's how hot of a putter you have to be. That's how hot of a putter you have to be. So with that being said, I'm ready to cash tickets. We said we cashed five out of 10, but what we're doing the best at is we're hitting our head-to-head matchups. And that's the bread and butter. That's where you make your money long-term. That's where we preach is what you need to be doing. And we're hitting those. We've been hitting three out of four consistently. I think last week we hit four out of four. Three yeah. out of four. Uh, all right, so let's jump right in. Your first head-to-head matchup, this is what we do. We do five different bets, fictional $100. Two head-to-head matchups, put a price tag on that. Top 20 pick, a tournament winner. Again, last week, almost played Harris English. Would have been nice, but we still cashed it. And then a wild card play that could be anything on the board whatsoever. So, Travis, who is your first head-to-head matchup? Well, surprise, I'm going to go with your boy, Bryson DeChambeau over Patrick Reed. A little surprise here, minus 120 I'm getting this at over Reed. I didn't really like Reed's press conference after last week. He's like, he's having a hard time mentally. He's like, I'm playing, in a, I'm paraphrasing, in a blur right now. And man, I was like, really? Now he's going to come over here to Detroit and play and things perhaps, uh, you know, not as clear uh, for Patrick right now in his head. Now, he did finish T5 here back in 2019. But as we know, Bryson uh, won this tournament last year with Wolf finishing second. At some point, Coach, Bryson's approach game has to wake up just a little bit. And when it does, as dominant as he has been off the tee and as good a putter as he is, uh, I mean, he, he, can, he has the potential here to run away with this thing. But his touch and his approach game has been trending just slightly above average. And that's why you're seeing, albeit still top 20 finishes at the Travelers, uh, but the approach game, and I think a little bit around the green, which I've kind of pushed down this week. Who cares about around the green? If you're saving pars this week, you got no chance. You got to be hitting greens and making putts. So uh, I like Bryson to win. I'm going to be loading up on that ticket. Um, as well. I'm not going to pick him in this show because we want to try to give some people some value here, but I, I just feel like this approach game has got to bump forward. And when it does, he is going to be dominant. This is a no brainer of a read. Well, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's one of those situations where he's one of the rare players that when he lacks focus, 
which is I predicted it accurately last week at the Travelers. He had a decent week, but he made a lot of dumb mistakes. Yeah. He made a lot of big numbers. When he's not focused, he doesn't play well, but not playing well for him is a T20. And that's just how good he is. So yeah. you're absolutely right. And I believe because he's the defending champion, because he didn't play well last week, because he didn't play well at the U.S. Open, this week it clicks in. And that's what a player needs sometimes is a couple of bad weeks or subpar weeks to get say, listen, all right, let's focus on these uh, strokes gained approach or my wedges. And I think you're right. I think this week, not only, well, I don't know about winning, although I could see it, but this head to head matchup is a lock. I would bet. We never, we never bet yeah. more than, but I would bet minus minus one twenty. I, I would 20 cents. Yeah. Lock this up. I'm, I'm betting this myself. All right. My first matchup this week. Looks a little something like this. I love Jason Kokrak. I love Jason Kokrak this week. Guess who number two is on the season on strokes gained putting on the PGA Tour? Yeah. Yeah. Kokrak. Beautiful. That's right. He puts great. He's hitting it great. He's won already multiple times. And for some reason, the market is still in love with Joaquin Neiman. And they can't get away from him. Last week, very subpar. He made the cut, did nothing over the weekend. And I think we're going to see the exact same thing today. He's not a guy that's comfortable going low. He's not. Kokrak is. Kokrak is cool doing 64, 63, 65, and all of a sudden you're at minus 20. I love him this week. I'm only laying five cents. Lock it in. First matchup, Jason Kokrak over Joaquin Neiman. Driver, putter, check, check. Jason Kokrak. I love it. He's, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, he's, he's playing great golf. He's won twice this year. Yep. He's, he's playing great golf. Just one a month ago. Just yeah. one a month ago when yeah. he outdueled Jordan Spieth on Sunday to win in Texas. That never happens. And he did it. All right. Who is your second head to head matchup this week, Mr. Bolton? You know, I, I had a hard harder time kind of whittling this one down, but I I, I decided to go with Max Homa. I'm gonna come back to him here, plus one oh five to Keegan. Okay. Keegan back to back miss cuts. Um, can he do enough having to go low? Right and and use that putter for for four straight days. Um, Keegan certainly has shown growth with the putter. We know that he's a beautiful ball striker. Uh, I think Holm is an interesting person this week. We need someone that we know can win um, off the tee. I think when you look at Holm, the last twenty four rounds, he checks that box for me. Uh, he certainly checks it from a putting standpoint. And he certainly checks it from, from making birdies as well. Homa makes a lot of birdies. And I like him uh, in that proximity range, 150 to 175, which I think he'll have. Uh, his approach game, I think, will do enough. I, I, I kind of like Max Homa <laughs> this week. And you look at him, you know, you look at his, his form and his results. Of course, he won back at Genesis. But he's just... Homa, you know, he's not, he's not built for major championships, right? Like we've talked about that on the show, uh, miss the cut players, misses the cut masters, misses the cut at the U S open. But like on this course, easy course, um, some of the more traditional golf courses that we see on tour, like Valspar Copperhead, he finishes six Memorial. He finishes six. I don't know. It just feels like another spot here. Detroit club. He can go out kind of free will it, make a lot of birdies. I kind of like him this week and, um, you know, even in a top 20 play, but certainly I'll take him over Keegan Bradley just to flat out make more birdies. Well, Keegan didn't play well last week and we, yeah. and that was one of the biggest weeks of the year for him. 
Uh, I love when I love monitoring Max Homa on social media because when he starts to tweak people, that means he's starting to get irritated. It means he's really going to be focused the next week. He's tweaking people because betters have started coming at him because they know he'll he will respond. And so many people bet on him, and he missed the cut at the U.S. Open, so they're mm-hmm. coming at him. Now he start going back. So that means he's laser focused. That means he's ready to go. And Keegan just not hitting the ball well right now. And sometimes it's about as much fading as it is who you're picking. And he he's a streaky putter. You know, you start looking at these putters, um, you know, guys that pop. And when they pop, they go plus six. And that's what Homa does. I mean, he goes plus six at Memorial, plus six at Valspar, plus eight at Arnold Palmer. I mean, that's that's what he does. It's just boom. There's no there's no plus one or two, it seems like. So and I, I'm considering a little win money as well um, on Max Home. That's how much I like him. Because if you go plus six, plus seven, you know, in putting, he, he'll have a chance to win here, given the fact that Bryson doesn't have his A game. And there may be people at home right now saying, why are you guys talking so much about players and making birdies? Understand, there are a lot of players that are not comfortable when they get into a scenario in a round where they're four, five, and six under. And then they go back the other way. You have to target guys, as Travis has already said, that make a lot of birdies. Like Justin Thomas is a guy that makes a ton of birdies. So, yeah. you you know, you bet on that on a course like this. He's not playing this week, but just using that as an example. So you got to find guys that are comfortable shooting a 64. Not everybody is. All right, and then my, again. And then again. <laughs> uh, my second head-to-head matchup looks a little something like this. I also am fading. Patrick Reed. I also saw the same interview that you saw, and I cannot believe that the Masters champion is plus 100 over Patrick yeah. Reed. Are you kidding me? Uh, yeah. I know Hideki hasn't played great golf since taking that month off to go celebrate in Japan, which he should have, but now he's had enough um, tournaments to come back to get his game back. And I think this week on a course that gives away so many birdies. He is a guy that when he starts going, Hideki just goes and goes and goes. And I could see him really playing well this week. I, I could see him challenging for the win, but I think he buries Patrick Reed in a head-to-head matchup. It could be over by Friday, to be honest. It could be. Yeah, I think Hideki's an interesting player this week as well. He's had success here, two top 21s. Um, and, and he's kind of passed now the parade of the Masters. So maybe, you know, I think he's probably settling in now and saying, okay, let's, Let's get the engines going again. But yeah, you're right. Hideki, it seems like he makes one or two. He'll make six, you know, when it comes to rattling off some birdies and wouldn't be a bit surprised to see him there late on Sunday either. This is also a spot when you look at the the schedule, Trav, in the next four weeks that there's a lot of players off the beaten path too. Uh, they're going to have to make hay because you got Rocket Mortgage. You got the John Deere next week. I'll be calling that on PGA Tour Live. Uh, then you've got the Barbasol opposite the Open Championship. And then you have the 3M open in the Twin Cities. So the next four weeks for a lot of players, very, very, very important. Motivation is going to be very high. All right, let's go to your top 20 pick for the week. Who do you like? Well, give me the driver. Give me the putter. Jason Kokrak plus 163. You know, he won the Schwab, right? Held off speed. And then he had to roll right into the U.S. Open and he got smacked around a little bit. Mm-hmm. and uh, he missed the cut. All right, regroup, come back out here. You know, kind of that Bryson um, profile, right? Maybe we're, we're looking for here. You got to get it out there over 300 off the tee. 
and uh, and get that putter going. And I'll tell you, when you start talking about underrated putters on PGA Tour, we talked about Harris English. You got to put Jason Kokrak in there. This dude has figured out how to putt. I mean, his short game is still, is still a little clunky. But I don't need a short game this week. I need him to hit it long, give me 14, 15 greens in regulation, and let that flat stick go to work. And it's been working, man. Plus five, plus four, all over the place. Um, this dude could win his third. I'm telling you, this guy could win his third tournament um, this this week. He played two years ago. I think he was probably top 30, somewhere in there. Coming back, a lot of confidence. I know he missed the cut at the U.S. Open, but I love what I'm seeing out of Jason Kokrak's game. Nice ball striker, beautiful putter. He cleans up that short game, and hey, all of a sudden, you know, he could start competing a little bit more in major championships as well. You know, the market is starting to figure out that Jason Kokrak is a player because yeah. anytime you have uh, below plus 200 for a top 20 play, that's a, an elite level player for that particular week. And mm -hmm. this particular week, he is an elite level player because of the fact of lack of really, really big names. But now he's starting to elevate himself with two wins this year. And now players like him and Sink and Bryson, they're saying, wait a second. I can really start to position myself well for that staggered start. The higher you finish, the higher it is or easier it is to be a, a high starter at the tour championship. That matters. $15 million staggered finish. So uh, I think you're going to see a lot of these players that have won once multiple times that you're going to see them really push because this is a year they can get it done and they will really want to put themselves in position. Co-Crack is one of those guys. Yeah. Love this play. Love this play. All right, my top 20, I'm going to go to a great putter on tour. And he hits the ball straight as a freaking arrow. And I'm talking about Brendan Todd, dot, 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 plus 250. <laughs> plus 250, Brendan Todd. He has, um, through, three through three rounds last year, he was at minus nine. So he, a good Sunday, and he would have had a top 15 finish. He had a bad Sunday. But I'm looking at the first three rounds. And he knows this course. He likes this course. He plays well here. And he's a great putter. So I'm going to back him. All he's got to do is top 20 plus 250. Lock it in. Yeah, I was looking at Todd, too. I think that's a, I think that's a good play. Feels like Todd's about ready to kind of start, you know, moving. Mm -hmm. You know, another guy that's interesting that, you know, just to kind of give the, the player people another player to think about in a top 20 is this, this Kyle Stanley as of late. His ball striking is off the chart good, off mm -hmm. the chart. Mm -hmm. And it's like he's putting with a two-by-four, you know? I mean, if he could just remotely <laughs> do anything with his putter, his ball striking coach, like I was, I was like, damn. Yeah, yeah. It's That's another like, guy. Just do something. Lob out another long shot, perhaps. 100%. Hey, whenever <laughs> you look at the numbers, it's like plus two something on approach or off the tee, and then you go over the putting, it's like minus. 1.8 oh. or minus it's crazy it's yeah. it's just crazy yeah. uh but not a not a bad play if he can get a hot putter week certainly he's hitting the ball close enough to to have a top 20 player yeah. even a top 30 play if they have that at your book uh all right let's get into our winning play for the week and you and i are thinking a lot of like yeah we never go over our picks together but we settled on two guys this week that we both like who are you going with well, you know, I, I speak, I'm, I'm kind of, 
projecting here and hoping for a great putting week one time because he hasn't had one here in a while. And that's Will Zalatoris at plus 2650. And both of us, we were, we like this pick. And then we both like the pick that you took as well. We're trying to give people some value. I mean, I love Bryson this week, but you know, it's kind of chalk to sit here and say, Hey guys, seven to one odd Bryson. Yeah. You can't do it. You, you yeah. just so can't do it. I mean, I, I, if Bryson again, I think has his a game, everybody's in trouble, mm-hmm. but who can keep up with Bryson, you know, to the green, we know will can go I mean, he's long. He's a wonderful iron player. Um, I don't think he's had his best stuff in the last couple weeks. Uh, he took, a, he took some time off there after the U S open. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping to kind of see a little bit of a fresh wills out Taurus and seeing some of the putting that we saw when he first came out and was so impressive. I think his putters caught up to him a little bit. Um, but I think he will turn this thing around and start making some putts. And I'd love for it to be this week because the way he strikes the ball and as precise as he is with his irons and he gets a little hint of confidence with his putter. I think Will's a guy here that can go low and get it out there, but the putter has to turn around. So I'll, I'll, I'll give some value here at 2650 and project out big ceiling Will's out tours. There's a lot of reasons. This is a great pick. There's a lot of reasons. Um, he was getting worn out before the US. Yeah. He was playing every single week because, yeah. Uh, for people who don't know, even though he would be a top 15 pick right now for the FedEx Cup playoffs, he is not eligible because he is not a member of the PGA Tour. The only way you can do that this year for him, it's a weird rule, is for him to win. And so he was playing every week saying, I got to win, I got to win, I got to win. Mm-hmm. Instead of just saying, you know what, let, let me just collect the checks, have high finishes. And then when the new season starts in September, I'll be locked and loaded. Uh, but taking the time off, very, very smart. And he's a guy highly motivated to win, highly motivated. And Travis, he doesn't have the scar tissue that other guys have that says, hey, I can't throw 465s up on the board or 466s. He doesn't have that. Yep. So I think he can go into this week and just play, play, play. Love this pick, Trav. Love it. Yeah. Love, love it. All right. My pick to win this week. I'm going to go with a guy who was a top 10 a year ago. He's a top 60 player currently in the projected standings for the FedEx Cup. So he's no schlub. And random weeks, he shows up. And it's rare that you have a guy on the PGA Tour whose girlfriend is better than him. (laughs) What's going with this dude? He dates Daniel (laughs) Gang, who I love as a player on the LPGA Tour. But at Maverick McNeely has been starting to play better, higher finishes. And this is the type of week, Trav, that I Mm -hmm. think a plus... 5,000, or we've seen him anywhere from plus 5,000 to plus 7,000, depending on what your book has. But you're going to get value on whatever the number is that your book has on Maverick McNeely. I think he's ready to bust out. He just has to be able to finish on Sunday. But I love him this week. Yep, I do too. We we texted back and forth. He was another guy that I was looking at from some value right in here. I, I think I think people will get him higher um, than at 5,000. But I mean, he checks the box for birdies. This kid makes a lot of birdies. Um, And he's very good in that 150 to 175 range. I think he's a good enough putter. Um, And I think he can go off the tee as well. So I I think this golf course could fit very well for him. This is also the week. We don't normally recommend this, but there's so many players in that plus 4,000 to plus 7,000 range. You could throw a little bit on four or five players. Yeah. 
and get some value, which normally you can't do. But I think this week you, you could do that and then still get a return on your investment uh, by hitting one of those. All right, wild card time. Wild card time. Who do you like this week? Well, I'm going back to the boy, Big Bryce. Oh, Deschambeau. Top five. top five, okay. In a top five. He's got to finish top five. Bryson, Bryson won this event negative 0.5 strokes in approach last year. That's just crazy. Right. That's how Domini was off the team. Now, I don't think, you know, he careered it with his putter too. I don't think he's, you know, that'd be tough to repeat that right off with the putter. But again, his approach game, I do think is getting a little bit better here in the last few weeks. Um, you know, we see this plus four when things come together, it just feels like it's going to come together here soon. Like he can't keep hitting a hundred yard wedge shots to 40 feet. <laughs> right. I mean, think about this. And I tweeted this, Coach. You're a mad scientist. <laughs> You're, you figured out all of these ways to get longer. You're the smartest man in the room. And you're longer. And the way that you putt. And you've got all this technology. And you can't hit it to 15 feet from 80 yards. I mean, give me a break. Bryson, someone needs to come up to, come up to you and tell you how it is. And get the approach game. Better because that's what's holding you back right now. I know you're off the team. You're close. You don't think he knows things. this? You don't think he knows? I it? think he does, but but I mean, at some he's not point, like, about it. Okay, huh? but he's but not at some point. About it. It's like let's dial this in a little bit. You know, let's let's dial this in. I mean, my goodness, I can't watch another hundred yard shot go to forty five feet. I can't do it, it. It's very difficult, especially when you have a play on him. It's even more frustrating when you're like, okay, I got the, I've got the advantage. He's eighty yard past the dude that I put him in a head to head with. And then that dude hits it to five feet and Bryson hits it to 40. That is very, very frustrating from a betting standpoint. And if you just like Bryson. Now you go back to, you go back to Arnold Palmer where he won, you know, plus four approach players. He can't overpower that plus five approach. So you see those kinds of numbers pop up here with his distance and just, okay. Plus three putting he wins. I mean, so it's, it's like, I don't know. It's so, it feels like a hundred yards, 120 yards proximity and touch and distance control. And the short game hasn't been good. You know, just that touch aspect of the game. Um, I don't know. It's, it's fascinating to me. It's, it's interesting to me, like the scientists and figuring all the stuff out, right? It's a hundred yards. Hey, Trap, you, I know somebody who took a lesson and in two minutes dialed his hundred yard club in. And you're looking at him right here. <laughs> I had one of the greatest features. <laughs> let's, that could ever let's, let's slow down on the dialing in. <laughs> I hit one to five feet. I hit one to five feet. <laughs> yeah. And then you almost took the dude's head off out of the bunker. <laughs> My bunker game still needs some work. <laughs> okay. We were strictly talking approach. Approach. Yeah. Oh, my That's- bad. All right. Uh, my wild card pick and the last pick for the week is a guy that we normally don't talk about, but. He is the epitome of ruining top 20 cards. The epitome of ruining head-to-head matches because nobody ever plays him. And this dude is becoming really, really good. And I'm talking about Troy Merritt. Now, he has the worst style on the PGA Tour because he's a guy that made some starts, but, you know, he wasn't a, a guy that TaylorMade's paying or Callaway's paying. And he comes in, you're like, wait, this is, looks like a dude that I play with on the weekends. <laughs> Then he wins. Then he has a couple of high finishes. 
Then he wins again. And now he is starting to really show up. And I think this week in this field, and I'm getting him at plus 350 for a top 20 play. This was easy for me. Jumped off the page. Troy Merritt, plus 350. Lock it in. Top 20 for my wild card. The pride of the Boise State Broncos. Troy Merritt. Yeah, seventh at the Byron. Seventh at the Schwab. Mm-hmm. Uh, 36 last week. Travelers. I mean, he's he he's definitely um, he's definitely been playing some good golf. He had an eighth at the Valspar. There's three top tens in there um, since May. How about that? How about that? <laughs> Couldn't believe it when I was doing my research. So that's pretty sporty. Love yeah, I love it. All right, we got some different names this week. We yeah. know it. Uh, as always, follow us on social media for anything that is golf related. Uh, Travis Fold and of course our incredible partners, our incredible sponsors. We could not do it without them at Sports Pub Media. Follow them on Instagram and on Twitter as well uh, as they continue to grow their business also. Final thoughts, Trav, on the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Well, we saw the U.S. Open. It was like save par. That was a good score, you know, and, you know, we just get a little bit under par to win it as Rom did. And then you go to uh, Travelers and it's like, okay, we're going to let a few more birdies out, but you still got to save some pars, right? And 13 underwinds. And now we just take the top off, right? Let's just take the top off. And let's let it go. There is no saving pars. If you're saving pars, you have no chance this week. You've got to make birdies. You've got to make eagles. And we're going to get up into that 20 range, 23, 24, 25. So it's one of those weeks. Easy golf course. Let's have some fun. And by the way, happy 4th of July to everybody. Well, that's right. That's going to be on Sunday. Sunday, the 4th of July. So certainly uh, for me as well. All right. That's going to do it for this week. We love being your golf show of record. For Travis Fulton, for Samantha, for Cody, everybody at Sports Pub Media, I am the coach. Remember, if you're going to cash out every single week, why not cash out with the coaches? Good luck. See you. Hey guys, what's good? This is The Coach. You may know me from PGA Tour Live, The Golf Channel, or even ESPN. I wanted to interrupt this YouTube video real quick to tell you how to get the best and most entertaining golf betting content every single week, and it's all for free. It's called Cash Out with The Coaches. I've teamed up with legendary golf instructor Travis Fulton, and he's also a PGA Tour insider, to bring you the unscripted, unfiltered PGA Tour betting talk and analysis. All you have to do is subscribe to Sports Pub's new channel, and you'll get access to our Cash Out with the Coaches show before every single PGA Tour event. You can also play along with the coaches, too. We don't hold anything back on this free show. And all you have to do is subscribe to Sports Pub's channel with the button on the video. And you'll have access to every single show. Trust me, you don't want to miss it. Can't wait to see you on the channel.